So aside from that little intro there, uh, we ran into some technical difficulties, and this is our second recording of our episode on bad reputation. We're example, saying all of this of twice. Yeah, half of the episode, I think. Maybe more than half, but yeah. Oh, it's yeah. definitely more than half. Yeah, so we, well, in, including all our important and necessary tangents. Yes, <laughs> which we will exactly. be covering. We, we have will, a list. We do. <laughs> but hi, I'm Cullen. I'm Alyssa, and I'm Hannah. And I'm drinking wine. I'm also drinking wine. I'm drinking water from a bottle. Hannah is so bad at living up to the premise of our podcast. By the way, I might be getting a drink mixing kit this holiday so I can make fancy drinks and then everyone will be impressed. A mixing kit? You mean like a shaker and a stirrer? Yes, they have a better name than mixing kit. I just can't remember what they're called. Yeah, I wouldn't even know what it's called. But no, that's super dope. I'm excited. A mixing set? That sounds a little better. Whenever you make a drink, regardless of what it's actually called, I will come up with a Glee name equivalent. Like the dodgeball, the face slushy, the will Schuster get away from me, like... I Human approve. Schuster. Human it's just literal shit in a cup. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dead. I deceased. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, let's jump on into reputation. Mm-mm. Bad, re- bad, bad reputation. Bad reputation. Whoa, <laughs> you did Because you see my notes that says reputation. <laughs> This is going to be just, perfect. It's going to be exactly the same. <laughs> I just get it mixed up with Taylor Swift's second to latest album. Oh, uh, triggered. <laughs> We're revisiting T-Swift later in this, so I hope you're ready. Are we? Why? <laughs> Why? <laughs> All right. Uh, I'm going to go. It is going to be a little different um, because I want to go over the plots a little differently, but Jonathan Groff is in this episode. And Hannah, how do you feel about our boy Jonathan Groff? Okay. So, I mean, his presence is amazing, but like he did a lot of dancing in this episode and like a variety of styles. And it was erotic to watch him move. (laughs) It was fantastic. And for everyone out there who's like me and does not understand that characters have real actor names. It's Jesse. It's Jesse. Jesse St. James. Jesse St. James. That Groff sauce, Jonathan Groff, is who I would have play my... I'd have him play myself if I made a movie about myself. If you made Um, the movie about yourself, not if someone else made the movie. If someone else did, I would petition, yeah. So, so like, in order for them to have your life rights in the contract, it says Jonathan Groff must play my character. Or another actor of my choice if he's not available. Okay, so, I mean, I feel like we're doing him a lot of, like, great services here, complimenting him on the podcast. So, like, he will love acting out this part of your life. He will. (laughs) Complimenting himself as me. Talking about his hilarious performance in Frozen 2, which I've seen twice. I only saw it once. I saw but it. But it is once. hilarious. Well, his performance is hilarious, not the entire movie. It's not that kind of movie. <laughs> yeah, I loved yeah. when their parents died. That was hilarious. <laughs> Totes hilarious, guys. Also, yeah, that was 
Okay, yeah. I was just like thinking about the Kristoff number again, and I was like, wow, that happened. He had like a 90s boy band rock yes. number. Oh, it was so good. And I it like was amazing. I was, I was telling my friend, I was like, I want the like the like the Chiron thing that comes up at the bottom after the video is over. It tells you like the artist and the title of the song. Like I was hoping they would get that meta, but they didn't. And I was like disappointed. Oh. They did have a Weezer cover in the credits of that oh, song. Wait, wait, hold on. Did you get through the whole entire credits? Yes, we sat through all of them. Oh my gosh, I did not. Why not? I feel terrible. There's such a great end credit scene. What? Just a, just oh, a moment. Oh, is this where Robert Downey Jr. comes back as, as Iron Man? Yes. Frozen okay. is now part of the Marvel <laughs> Extended Universe. Which, honestly, I really wish that happened. I wouldn't be surprised if it happens one day. Elsa's a superhero, so like... Yeah. Though Anna's the real hero. Does the emotional heavy lifting. Anna does all the heavy lifting. Elsa didn't even learn anything from last movie. We went through the same exact character arc. All right. I don't want to get too into Frozen 2. So <laughs> let's get back to Glee. To Glee? Um, yeah. Also, just another important tangent. Has anyone watched High School Musical, the musical, the series? I have. I have as well. We watched, we lived together, but we watched this just separately. Yes. <laughs> wow. That's, um, that's interesting. I don't have Disney Plus, nor do I ever plan to get it. So if anyone wants to share their past with me, I mean, no, that's not going to happen. No, we're not going to share <laughs> passwords and completely yeah. just jeopardize the system they've created, which is basically cable TV again. <laughs> Yeah, but now I can watch Little Mermaid whenever I want. So. Oh my god, no, you have to give me your password. <laughs> <laughs> I just remembered that too, and I'm like, yeah, that's what I want. I want to watch me terrorize the world and the seas. <laughs> yeah, so... All I want from you is your voice. Your voice. <laughs> Hi guys, it's me, I'm Ursula. <laughs> I think I'm going to get an Ursula tattoo. I literally just like had that vision in my head. I'm going to make it happen. Ooh. I want an should. Ursula tattoo. That should like be it. a good tattoo. Like, Oh my God. It's happening. Okay, let's go. Let's continue. Yeah. High School Musical, the musical of the series is like glee with softer edges. Um, and it's like some original songs and a lot of High School Musical songs. And it's really fun. And I like the teacher character. Um, who's not as creepy as Will Schuster and loves her kids in a normal way. <laughs> in a normal yes. way. <laughs> yes to all of this. Yeah. Um, so I'd recommend it if you enjoy Glee. It's a lot of fun. It's adorable. Yeah, it's cute. There's a funny joke about a perfume or a cologne called Throb, which I just thought was funny. Um, someday when it's appropriate, we'll get into the story of how my sister had an allergic reaction to so much of a boy's Axe body spray, like he put so much on, touching him gave her an allergic reaction. <laughs> wow, oh, that's amazing. Yeah, um, we'll talk about that someday. But uh, the yeah, it's a great show, um, and I'd recommend it if you like Glee. Also, in Glee news, Leah Michelle, our very own Rachel Berry, has a new Christmas album. Yay. Hey, we all know how Hannah feels about Glee Christmas music. 
I mean, I don't think we all know. I don't know. Well, so it's time that they know. <laughs> I mean, we are coming up on the holidays. So I I don't really like any other Glee Christmas music. I don't really like Christmas music, but ah, there it you is. killed my soul. I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, Glee hasn't done that for you yet? Wow. Um, I, I, a, my soul is very hearty, and you just smushed it. With not liking Christmas music? Yes. Ugh. Well, Christmas music sorry. is my soul. Is bay, is fam, is mood, <laughs> is goals. It's life, it's lit. Um, so, but I do love the Glee version of the song Christmas Rapping, which I don't even know. I don't even know if I've ever seen the episode in which it airs. I just have the <laughs> album and I listen to that song constantly. I literally listened to it the other day because it came up on my shelf and I was like, fuck yeah. Yeah. Um, so the grand tradition of Glee Christmas music continues with Leah Michelle's uh, Christmas album. She sings a song about Christmas in New York. That sounds like her audition to be a Disney princess. It's like so perky. Uh, she also has a cover of Do You Want to Build a Snowman that just seems like she literally just stood there and sang all the words and doesn't capture the fact that it's also kind of a really sad song about estranged sisters and dead parents. <laughs> And uh, who else is on that album, Cullen? My boy, Our Jonathan boy. Groff. Groff sauce. Jesse St. James, King Flash George III. Kristoff. Melchior Gabor from Melchior Spring Gabor. Awakening. Agent Holden in Mindhunter. Yeah, I almost said uh, Holden Caulfield. Holden Caulfield, <laughs> me too. <laughs> same energy, honestly. <laughs> yeah, same energy. <laughs> moody, rats. <laughs> moody 60s boy energy. <laughs> this is so weird because you keep listing off all of these character names and I like am listing them in my head as different people. Yeah, you're like really like, oh my god, that's the same actor? What? <laughs> I'm still it's still hard for me. I don't understand. I mean, actually, like that's pretty valid. Like, if you think about just like all those characters, like there are actually like, some of them are kind of different, but like others, like really different from like the musical ones, or like even like the Glee and Frozen one are kind of like more of a a certain thing. And then there's Holden, and then there's Spring Awakening, and then like his character in that other show that he did, Looking, right on HBO. Oh yeah, on like, HBO. He's done like a lot of different roles actually because yeah, he's him. a wonderful versatile and actor. then in like 10 mm-hmm. years he'll be playing Colin Cullen. Cullen. Yeah. yeah we'll dye his hair for the part <laughs> yeah he'll do it i mean he will he's, he's gonna be like way old for that part but we're it's gonna be he looks he has very young face he's so he's ageless. gonna play me throughout like my teen years to like i don't know my 40s whenever this movie is made I need, oh, I, to, I need to accomplish something to be worthy of a movie in that time. but Well, also time. visual effects have gotten really, really good. So they'll probably just age him down. Yeah. Oh, I'll be just like Gemini Man. That's all what I always wanted. <laughs> oh, I, God. Myself. I was oh, not God. talking about Gemini Man when I was talking about that. <laughs> Why isn't everybody talking about Gemini Man? That movie looks bananas. <laughs> Mine will be called Libra Man. Libra Virgo <laughs> Cusp Man. <laughs> Everyone knows Colin's astrology. Oh no, they're gonna steal my social security. (laughs) 
all the money from that broken system. Beware. Anyway. All right. Hey, so, this is a Glee podcast. This is a Glee podcast, not just a Jonathan Groff fan club podcast. Which <laughs> no, it can that. be. I'm open to transitioning. <laughs> Eventually, I want to get to a point where we can make a BuzzFeed quiz where our listeners can determine which one of us they're more like. <laughs> oh, my God. Wow. You, Colin, you are really like, ugh. You really want this whole... Like I, I believe in it. I believe in this podcast. I believe in you. It's gonna happen. That's truly what fame is. Forget having a movie about yourself. Having a Buzzfeed quiz where you're <laughs> people <enough>. wanting to <laughs> take that Buzzfeed quiz to be like, oh my god, am I more Alyssa? Am I more Cullen? Or am I more Hannah? And then also it's like a mix of like which Glee character and Glee boot host are you? <laughs> yes, it's a double sided <laughs> quiz. <laughs> I think Alyssa's crying. I'm not crying. (laughs) I was just thinking about the fairies from Sleeping Beauty. Oh, yeah. What? What? (laughs) (laughs) So, (laughs) oh gosh, our sound just went weird. All right. Uh, That's what I've been messing with all night. It's fine. This is still picking up. Yeah. um, So... Sleeping Beauty is my favorite Disney movie and probably my favorite movie of all time. And Alyssa was watching it one night while I was going to go out. And I was like, okay, while you're gone or while you watch this, think of which fairy you identify with the most. Because there's three fairies and there's three of us. And uh, do you want to take it away? We are most definitely each defined by the personalities of these fairies. Um, There's Flora, Fauna, and Meriwether. And I forget the two that is. So Hannah, so Flora is like the one with the opinions, the plan, Uh, likes to make her voice heard. And that's Hannah. Yes, very much Hannah. What color am I? Pink. Oh, okay. Uh, Fauna is the green one and she is... Nice and believes in the goodness of everyone and is a little ditzy. Uh, uh-huh. <laughs> so maybe, um, Colin. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> and that's green or blue? Green. Okay. Merryweather. The blue one. Is completely <laughs> off the edge for like what these fairies are. <laughs> She's just feisty and annoyed by Maleficent and just like wants to get shit done. And that's Alyssa. Oh my god, that's legit. Also, I was also having like a mental thought where like, so we have to try to say the character names as much as possible. And I'm like, wow, I'm even stupider. I have to have you tell me the colors because I've never seen Sleeping Beauty. Oh, I need to, you need to watch Disney Plus and watch Sleeping Beauty to truly understand me and all of us as these fairies. Yes. Yes. Once you watch that movie, you will in fact learn everything there is to know about us and be able to take the BuzzFeed quiz. Yeah, and support and support your local indie film company, Disney. (laughs) Uh, They have this streaming service. It's great. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they need all the help they can get monopolizing the film world. So, yeah. Take my money, Disney. (laughs) Submit to their will. (laughs) I'm a fairy. Um, So... (laughs) Uh, Back to topic. Bad reputation. Bad reputation. Um, 
So we're going to talk about the big main plot first that involves Will, Sue, Emma, and the and Quinn and the nerdy kids. So that's like the big overarching plot. Um, Will is called into the office of Principal Figgins because a glist, which is a list of the sexiest members in Glee Club as determined by their sexual acts, is posted around the lockers because the internet apparently didn't exist in 2009 or 2010, whenever this was. And uh, the principal is like, we can't have these kids ranking themselves by hotness. And Sue is like, that Glee Club is a hotbed of sexual depravity. Yeah, Figgins is being like a legit principal, being like, we cannot have these shenanigans. And we're like, wow, yeah, you're right. That's that's valid. Thank you. This was the first time that I actually thought that Principal Figgins was being a normal human being and doing his job. Yeah, he took a good seminar. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and Will is like, my kids wouldn't do this. Cut to the kids watching. Kurt stole a video of Sue lip syncing and dancing to Olivia Newton-John's physical. And the kids are all watching it. And Finn's like, we should post this online. And Rachel's like, I'm a PSA. And like, mm-hmm. we shouldn't, sh- are we sure we want to post this online? And then Jesse St. James says, I believe uh, you remember, you love this line, Hannah. I also love this line. Alyssa also loved this line. <laughs> yes. Um, can I say it? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Stop being asses and start being badasses good one (laughs) good one jesse and they send out the the finn posts the video and sue becomes a laughing stock around the school uh molly shannon who plays this teacher who had to transfer from indiana because she was on drugs what's her name castle something castle um, oh, the Libby? character's name? Yeah. Something Castle. That kind of sounds right. That character is in like one episode. I, I wasn't don't invested in their name. I don't think it's Libby. That's. I don't think that's right. I think I made that up. Uh, Chicouterie Chartreuse is the name I'll give her. Um, <laughs> she is all like, I'm a mess. And I think you're an embarrassment, Sue Sylvester. And Sue is like, feels ashamed. And Will's, she's like, one of your Glee kids must have done it. And Will's like, my kids wouldn't do that. But Will really doesn't know his kids. And uh, Sue then is like writing in her journal. And she's like, I know what it's like to be laughed at. And I want to like give back and like stop being so mean. And so she talks to her sister, Jean. And she's like, her sister Jean is like, well, we should like give you, we used to volunteer at the animal shelter and give back to people who are less fortunate. And Sue's like, that's what I'm going to do. So she goes straight to Emma's office. (laughs) And in this hilarious scene, she comes in and it's basically like, Emma, you're less fortunate than me and you need my help. And that starts with, I had a nanny cam, multiple nanny cams installed in Will Schuster's apartment. And he slept with April Rhodes and made out with Adina Menzel, so he's sleeping with the entire cast of Wicked. <laughs> and uh, this was all while you were going to a therapist to work on your relationship so you could be with him. Yeah, after he sent her to a therapist, he gave her a business card, and then she disappeared. And so she Sue takes Emma 
to the teacher's lounge um, and will and she tells Emma like you need to stand up for yourself and like tell Will like what he's like say that you don't deserve to be treated that way and I'm like I'm here for this pairing like this stand is a up valid yourself, conversation like like even as like harsh as Sue is like she's giving Emma that Sue Sylvester like like take names sort of attitude that I'm like yeah I get that yeah, Sue, like, she's definitely treating Emma like a, um... A person? No. <laughs> <laughs> like one of the animals that she used to help at the shelter. Oh, okay, I see where you're going. <laughs> she's she's giving the... her some sort of respect. That's what I thought was, like, she's treating her like a person instead of, like, no. hello, Emma. <laughs> Sue is not treating her like a person. She is no. literally treating her like an animal. Like a like a lost But person. an animal that she wants to help. So, yeah. I mean, it kind of is turning out pretty okay. Yeah, so Emma does what I've wanted to do um, and just shames Will Schuster. She comes in and he's... Publicly. Li- publicly. She comes into the teacher's lounge where all of the teachers hang out all at once. And... Uh, <laughs> He's holding the hands of this older woman and she's like, sorry to interrupt your heavy petting session with like Mrs. Wargelmeyer or whatever her name was. Um, <laughs> and uh, she's all like, my husband died. And Emma's like, sorry if you're a loss, but like, Will, I've been working on myself and you've been sleeping around. You're a slut. You're a slut. You're a slut. You're a slut. I'm slut shaming you. And he's all like, can we talk about this? And she's like, oh, so you can like try and like smooth it over no, like, I'm doing this right here. I deserve your respect. And I'm just like, I'm here for this slut-shaming. Yeah, like, this is slut-shaming I might be okay with right now because I hate Will Schuster and he deserves this. Yeah, I don't know if anyone really deserves to be slut-shamed, but boy, was it fun to watch (laughs) in this non-real world. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. <laughs> yeah, this is not a real world. This yeah. is... That's the thing. Is like This is the only situation when I'm like, yeah, this person is terrible and they deserve this. But also, like, he sent Emma away with being like, hey, like, we need to just, like, calm down or whatever. And then he just, like, goes off after sending her to a mental institution or wherever. And I'm like, bro, come on. So yeah, yeah he I'm makes out with Emma. he makes out with Dina Menzel like the next episode. Literally, Shelby. Yeah, yeah. Although April Rhodes, he did not sleep with. Are they kind s- of. They slept in the same bed, but they did not have sex. It was a weird thing that just sort of happened. I feel like that's worse. It was a like, sleepover. It would have been I've, like emotional better? cheating. Yeah, it's also just like really. I don't know. It's very strange. Yeah, it was real weird. That was just a, a weird episode. I hated that episode. <laughs> that was the really boring one. Yeah. yeah that our cat, Alyssa's cat, Suki. It sat through the whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> For some reason, she likes it. She has, apparently Suki has terrible taste in television. <laughs> Great taste in humans. So, uh... People, Will's walking around and people are calling him, like, making cat noises and, like, whispering things at him and like, being, like, like the, the students the students yes. and even the teachers yeah. uh, the molly shannon teacher 
uh, charcuterie chartreuse, <laughs> I'm sticking with that, is like, ooh, I'm the badminton coach because Northwestern Ohio schools def have badminton. <laughs> and I uh, like, let's get freaky. And he's all like, no. No, I think her exact words were, let's go into this empty classroom and pork. Oh. <laughs> oh, that is gross. Yeah. Quick tangent, pork may be one of my least favorite terms for sexual intercourse. <laughs> and, that um, and that was Cullen's Corner. And that was Cullen's Corner. Yeah, so Will is being slut-shamed, and I said it before, and I'll say it again. Emma Stone did not undergo <laughs> slut-shaming in Easy A for Will Schuster to act like he's some kind of victim. Exactly. I mean, let's be realistic here. If this ever happened to a man in in this reality, in a real world, there would be no slut-shaming. It would be more like... High five, bro. Oh, good job, man. High five, like... Especially from the awesome. students. Like, the students yeah. would be like, yo, Mr. Shu, like, how did you get all these chicks? And we'd all be like, Ugh, stop it. Ugh, gross. Like... It's just, no, like, he's not just a victim. Happen. I'm sorry, but he's not a victim. He's a terrible person. He's a minority. He's in Glee Club. Oh, my <laughs> goodness. I think I legit had a nightmare about that. About that line? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think I did. Just saying, throwing that out there. Um, and Corner Part 2. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um... So yeah, Emma Stone's legacy was tarnished, but I still adore her. Um, and Will's lesson, his oddly tangentially related lesson to the Glee kids, the Glee club, I had a whole thing. Wow. The Glee kids was the Glee. To we'll call them the Glee. The, the Glee. Oh, please no. The Gleeks. <laughs> the Gleekaroonies. Oh <laughs> the Gluted. The Gluted. The, the Gluted. <laughs> My new favorite term for someone attending a glutes workout class. I'm a glutes, hello. <laughs> uh, he is like, we're going to take songs that have a bad reputation and we're going to make them cool again. And he hands out sheet music and Mercedes is like, this song is whack. And Jesse St. James is like, this song should be arrested for the crime of sucking. And everyone's and like, ha ha, oh my God, Jesse, you're hilarious and so hot. <laughs> are you sure that was the characters or is that you Hannah I mean I was in the classroom <laughs> we're all part of the glee club basically I was like uh, um, Kurt in that last episode just hanging outside the window <laughs> <laughs> yeah um, and he will start singing Ice Ice Baby by Vanilla Ice which is potentially one of my favorite Will Schuster performances because it didn't make me want to die. He just starts singing and he doesn't touch the kids in any weird way or make sexual advances musically. He just like shows them how to dance. Like he gets them to dance and he leads them all in a dance and it's all really cute. The only thing I didn't like about this scene or uh, I should say I didn't really hate hate the scene. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But there was one thing that I was like, oh, maybe maybe could have done that better. Literally everyone gets up to start dancing, and then there's just a close-up of Artie sitting with his hands in his lap, <laughs> in his wheelchair. And yeah. I was just like, oh no, why did you show that? Yeah. I was just having a good time, and then 
that happened. Like, just a reminder, this kid's in a wheelchair and can't dance with them. Yeah, no, he also – he has, like, one <laughs> other shot. I remember where he, like – something in the song is like burr and like they cut to him and he's like like brushing his shoulders like he's shivering and i'm like all right there's already glad he's still here <laughs> but like this was it's like my first note was oh no she was gonna sing and then i literally wrote oh jonathan groff dancing is so erotic so <laughs> i had a great time also fun fact i think this is the first time i've seen mike chang appropriately dance to the right beat to the song that was being played like normally it's a slower song and he's like pop it and lock it and i'm like bro this doesn't match but it matched this time and i'm proud of him good old mike chang gotta love him well done mike uh so the the glist is still happening in this episode and the kurt tina Artie. And Mercedes are plotting together because they were not on the list at all. Like they weren't even included. Um, oh, I forgot. I should mention quick promo. I was quizzed on the list on an episode of The Blaze, a 90210 podcast with Lizzie and Kat. Go check it out. I got it almost correct, but I forgot. Lord forgive me. I forgot Jesse was in the Glee Club Ryan at the time. Ryan Murphy, of the forgive me. <laughs> I will never ask for that man's forgiveness. <laughs> he should be asking for our forgiveness, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> Truly, yes. Um, so check that out. But Rachel's at the bottom with a negative five, but the other, but Tina, Mercedes, Artie, and Kurt didn't even place. And Kurt is like, we have the edginess and sex appeal of Cabbage Patch dolls. We need to like throw a plot to be seen as edgy. And like, what's the edgiest thing you can do at school? Cause a disturbance in the library. But during this entire scene, Mm -hmm. there's one other person in the background. Yep. Brittany is sitting in the background. (laughs) And she take like, keep in mind, she's number four on the list. But she is angry about it because she's been with literally everyone in the school. She doesn't understand why she's not number one. And she's also just, she's like, I had a cold and I took all my antibiotics at once and I forgot how to leave. (laughs) Just sitting there. And then they're like, okay, I guess you could be in it too. Which just speaks to Brittany's beautiful character that she's supposed to be this like mean popular girl, but she regularly just hangs out with like the awkward kids and like has a good time. And like, we'd all have had a better high school experience if we were just Brittany. (laughs) Not ourselves more like Britney, but just literally Britney. I mean, I feel like we all would have had just like better life experiences. <laughs> not high school, not only high school. <laughs> oh, tragedy. We weren't born Britney S. Pierce. Um, so they decide to create a disturbance in the library, which leads to a musical number, a cover complete with MC Hammer Pants of Can't Touch This. All right, I think that's about as much as you can do. Yeah. I hated that song. Why? Yeah. Why did you hate it? I just didn't like it. I was watching it, it drove me crazy. I was just like, it's cringe worthy. That's probably why. I because I, I don't like doing the outfits i was like this hurts so good i love looking at it it's awful 
I hate cringe moments because I'm an empathetic watcher. As yes. was a Hannah so, who has no empathy for yeah. any other creature. I feel bad for anyone. I don't know anyone else's experiences and I don't care. No, like I I feel like I really liked and I don't normally like the cringe kind of stuff, but I really enjoyed it and I don't know why. <laughs> It's so weird. I just didn't. I didn't like it. I don't know. Was it already Maybe it again? Was too real to me. Was it? It wasn't already okay. again. It was. I don't. I think it was too real to me because I could see people actually doing this. Maybe, and I was just like, I can't. I can't right now. It's awful. Yeah, um, but it doesn't make them edgier. The librarian is just like, oh. that was so cute. Can you perform? Here's my pastor's card. Can you perform at our Sunday service? Yes. And in our Glee boot, that scene where they perform can't touch this at a Sunday service. It happens. About the, it happens. It's about the Ark of the Covenant. <laughs> you can't touch it. And it's Brittany's idea. She's like, I watched Indiana Jones, <laughs> and I just this is how I feel. This is what we should do. And it's really great. I think Brittany's spiritual life is something that's really missing for the show. And it'd be much more complete with it. Yeah. I want to know her name? relationship her to God. Life. Brittany S. Pierce. Brittany S. Pierce. Yeah. yeah. Is that supposed to be no, like a plan? No, we're going to move on. We're get, we'll get we're there. Later. Move on. Okay. <laughs> Spoilers, Alyssa. Well, you said it. I and then I'm and putting it together. together. I can't even do a spoiler if I wanted to because I haven't seen any. It's a lie. She's seen this whole show. I have not. <laughs> she produced the show. She's Ryan Murphy. I can hear the indignance in my voice. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, Jinx. Oh my god. <sighs> <laughs> so um yeah so that doesn't make them as edgy as they wanted so they decide to admit to sue that they are the ones that posted the video even though it was finn but okay and kurt confesses because he's the bravest one and sue's like oh it's fine like no big deal thank you and he's like what like it can't be edgy at all and it turns out that in the meantime just when Sue thought she should be nicer, she got a call from Olivia Newton-John. Boop, boop, ONJ. <laughs> she, uh, the, the woman, the myth, the legend, Olivia Newton-John, appears in this episode and is like, physical was one of the first music videos, but I did it terribly. I'd like to remake it with you, Sue Sylvester. Which, as outlandish as it might seem now, like, this was back in the days of like Mia he Mia ho Mia ha Mia ha ha do you remember that no the Mia he Mia ho it was like a meme okay. and then they like a weird viral YouTube video and then I think like Rihanna made it an actual song wait it wasn't a song before it became a meme YouTube video yeah Hannah are you still there I am I'm also like I'm on Alyssa's side. I'm like, wait, what? I'm totally lost. You know, it was like a larger man like dancing to like the song, and then because okay. it was in well, a, a, <laughs> a, 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 a was it Ti that did the song, "Live Your Life." 
Yeah. I thought that song came after the video. I don't know. It was like a... I don't, I I don't know, actually. I don't think so. <laughs> Hold on. Yeah. I'll Google. Continue talking. You'll Google. We continue. So, but this was, yeah, the, the era of meme music videos. Um, this was shortly before Katy Perry's Last Friday Night, which featured Rebecca Black because she sang the song Friday. So meme music videos were in. Um, so they perform uh, a cover of Physical with all these like ripped men in little like shorts. They were in like uh, wrestling singlets and um, was it, was it, no, maybe they weren't, they, they were like, um, cause they take the, the shoulder things off at one point and they're like hanging down and shaking their butts. And I was like, I don't like this. We're getting too close to the team. So it wasn't just me that was uncomfortable. No, it no, was uncomfortable. Yeah, it kind of felt like I was at like a, a Chippendales and like just ass right in my face. That's what it felt like. Yeah, I felt like I was in West Hollywood. <laughs> like literally like at the gay bars in West Hollywood, they play like footage <laughs> on of... On on a... Oh God, you know the <laughs> Sorry. I go, on Halloween. Well, even not just on Halloween, like if you're in a bar, they just play like videos of like men working out and it's like the most uncomfortable thing because you just like look up from your drink and there's just like a butt. I'm just like, no, thank you. I didn't want this. And uh, they channeled that energy for this music video and it became a hit. Though it was funny because the kids were watching it and they're like, oh no, now she's popular. And Mercedes is like, can we watch it again? <laughs> I just thought okay, that was funny. So do you want to hear um, my research? Again, again, again. So I found yes. this 57 second clip. And it says, fat boy dancing to live your life. And I'm assuming that's what it is. I'm not going to play it. Um, but if it's like it's supposed to be like a guy dancing and like singing to that song, or like that, that yeah. type of song, then maybe it came after. May- oh, so I'm, my life is a lie. Um, but now I get to watch this 57 second video and I can't wait to be part of pop culture again. <laughs> I'm glad I enriched your life. You should include this link with the episode. episode. Will we? I don't know. We'll see. We'll see how I feel that day. We'll see how we feel in, in post. <laughs> so this Glee episode's still yeah. happening. Um, yes. Okay. <laughs> On track. On track. So they... Sue's popular because she did the sexy Olivia Newton-John video. Meanwhile, Will is trying to figure out who posted the list. So he's doing this Law & Order rampage through the teens. Like, who posted this? Like, who did this? And Quinn's like, it was Rachel. Um, I'm, like, kind of a bitch to her. And she hates me. And I'm dating her ex-boyfriend. So she probably posted it to make me look bad. And then... Tina and Mercedes are like, we think we saw Puck doing it because it seems like something Puck would do. Which it does. And he's like, I may be a, a like a vi- like a dick or something or a douchebag, but I'm not a liar. I may be, yeah. A delinquent, but, but I'm, I'm not like, a liar. Uh, <laughs> I can like, point to all these times when you lied in the show and we're not even through with the first season. So you're a liar. Pipe the fuck down. You're a liar. You just you lied about being a liar. A liar. um and so eventually will is he's getting nowhere with the 
Glist interrogations, and Kurt is like, you've been watching a lot of Law and Order since you separated with your wife. And he's like, okay, yeah. And then he goes to Emma with some flowers and no vase, as oh, Alyssa no. pointed out. We I pointed this out last Alyssa, time. please explain okay. it again, because it was 100,000%. I'm going valid. on a rampage against any man who brings a woman flowers and does not provide something for them to live in is a terrible person, okay? You just, you have to have a vase in order for your flowers to make it through the day. She's at school, at work. She's not gonna have a vase there. He just brings her flowers. They're gonna die before the like, end of the day. Like plastic. They can't, pretty... you have to trim the stems. You gotta put the flower food in the water. You gotta put that in the vase. Like there's a whole process. Otherwise they're gonna mm-hmm. wilt and they're gonna look ugly. And then she's going to throw him in the trash and be like, good, I hated him anyway. So, yeah. Exactly. What if it's a night event or it's at their home? Well, well at the home is okay because you can assume that they have at least yeah, like a, a glass cup, to put them something in. Something to at least set the flowers up. But at work, I feel like if you're not bringing it in a vase, I think that's totally valid. Like, you didn't bring it in a vase. Yeah. These are going to die. What am I supposed to do? You think I can run home? I am... A guidance yeah. counselor. I can't just run home. These children are going wild. I'm a professional exactly. person. I can't just do this well, in the middle of the day. Because he's a man. Yes. He can be like, oh, like, I'll just go home and give you a base. Oh, really, Will? Can you? Because you're a man and you don't teach Spanish anymore. Apparently, you don't teach. You just <laughs> hang out in the choir room and, like, harass your children. Anyway. Something not too dissimilar from that conversation happens, though, when he brings Emma the flowers and is like, I'm so sorry. I was trying to find myself, but I wasn't being serious enough. And I accidentally slept with these women. Like, it was a lame excuse. And Emma's like, so you want me to, like, just, like, forgive you and let it all go? And I'm not going to. And he's like is this means it's over? And she's like, no, but he's like, I just want you to look at me the same way you used to. And she's like, I don't think I can do that. She's, she literally is like, we need to look at each other for who we really are. And I was like, valid. Like she's finally getting to see like this side of him. That's just like, he's not a good person sometimes. I mean, in like reality, it would be like, okay, like he's not a good person. Sometimes like he makes mistakes, but like, in Glee, he's obviously, like, the worst. But, like, yeah, yeah, like, she's being, like, we need to be more realistic about the fact that, like, we are people and, like, we have shit to work out, both of us individually. Which is exactly, like, that's how relationships work. You can't have a relationship where there's just, it's completely yeah. fabricated. Like, lovey-dovey. They never work like, anyway. Kind of, like, like, a perfection. Like, it's it's not... It's not going to happen. And now shes they're learning the cold hard yeah. truth. Sometimes the truth hurts. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I would not want them to cover that song. Oh, that would be so painful. I wouldn't want that. It's happening in the reboot. <laughs> oh, you could, like, like... <laughs> the pilot opens. <laughs> oh, no. Okay, let's go. Let's go. All right. So... He walks out after this conversation and is all like, oh, I'm sad. I've suffered more than Emma Stone, which is a lie. And then he sees Quinn 
being like pushed around in the hallway like people are brushing past her and he's like oh quinn used to be popular now people see her differently she must have posted the glist which i don't think i said this before but this is a yes. far stretch he in my opinion found a trampoline in the middle of the hallway and just jumped right on it and hit a conclusion and i was like <laughs> i hate you It was a very weird thing because I think we were supposed to come to the conclusion at the same time he did. And there's not enough. And I didn't get it. I think that's way, way, way too much, like, internal thought happening. Like, like, when I was watching that moment, I was like, I have no idea what's happening. And then when they started talking, when he started talking to Quinn, I was like, oh, I get what that moment was supposed to be. And then, like, I saw the script in front of me. Like, I almost was like, he's looking her seeing that she's being pushed around and he's having these internal thoughts like i could see that probably happening in the script and i'm like yeah i don't understand any of that yeah it did not translate well in actual film i agree then uh so he starts asking quinn about it and she admits to it and she's like having a bad reputation is better than no reputation at all because she used to be popular the head cheerleader, and now everyone ignores her, so she wants attention. That's why she made the glist. And Will is like, he says this great yeah. tidbit of advice. Wonderful. Like, do you want this reputation? You don't need the reputation of a cheap mm-hmm. tramp. That's exactly what you say mm-hmm. to children. As a, as a teacher, as any sort of adult in their life, Like, you want to use the word tramp to describe a child. Absolutely. Cheap, cheap tramp. tramp. Yeah. Cheap tramp. I mean, it's quality advice. Look at him just stepping up, you know. Which stepping I also up. like. Yeah. Was really confused. <laughs> oh, Lean triggered. In. I was also really just confused about the fact, like, I think we maybe talked about this in our <laughs> take one, but that <laughs> she already didn't have like a great reputation because she got pregnant. Everyone found out. So like, she still had a reputation. I just, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, like pregnancy in high school, I want to say, is probably the worst reputation you can already mm-hmm. have. So, like, like it's rough, and it's, uh, making the list doesn't yeah, make sense. Yeah, so it's to like, me. why would the glist give you a bad reputation? Like, I don't know if it was like a control thing that like she got to control the narrative of it, maybe. But again, that's like that's a lot of subtext to work through i think sometimes you put yourselves through a lot of unnecessary suffering by trying to find the logic in certain i mean what else am i gonna talk okay about? but that would have been a much it, control <laughs> for quinn would have been a much better through yeah. line for this episode. yeah I mean, she didn't even have a through not line. a bad she, reputation she was just like oh yeah we're gonna blame this on quinn and everyone in the writers were like yeah ryan good yeah. job yeah. that's a great idea well, from what I hear in, of his writer's room style or his writing style is he likes to have an idea and make all the storylines yeah. meet that idea, not make the theme come from the storylines. So that's why it often feels forced. Like this storyline about Quinn is forced into being about mm-hmm. reputation, even when control would be a better choice. Yeah. Odd choices to make in a writer's room. But hey. Though this season was written by three men and not True. in a writer's that's, room style. That's right. Yeah, but yeah. we also have to talk about the Traded flip side of this advice was that 
what Shu ended up saying to her that was actually kind of like, oh, okay, that's actually kind of valid. Nice. He's like, people parted for you like the Red Sea, not because you were popular, but because you were Quinn Fabray, because of like your willpower and your strength. Yeah, and, like, he called it attitude, so, like, which I was so like, eh, but I like attitude. the way you put it. Like it was, it had, it had more Thanks. words to it than I'm like, yeah, no, that sounds more empowering than like, cause your attitude. And I'm like, all right, all right, <laughs> shoe. So, but yeah, like, because, so she still has that and she can still have that respect and she doesn't have to like make a weird list and post it in the halls. So that was actually like a nice piece of advice. And then uh, Figgins comes in and he's like, did you find out who posted the glist? And Will's all like, no, the kids closed ranks. They wouldn't say anything. And he, Figgins sees Quinn crying and he figure, kind of puts it together and is like, it's okay. It's fine. Like, Which is a moment I actually did understand. Yeah. That was well done. You can see the internal thoughts of um, the principal. Which maybe that was the difference between that moment and Will's moment is that we're seeing from his, we're seeing from Will's point of view, so we can't actually see him acting. Mm-hmm. And with Principal Figgins, we can see him acting his Interesting. internal thoughts. Interesting. Yeah. Hmm. Oh my gosh. Jinx. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I thought, yeah, I thought that was good because he's like, Quinn doesn't need any more drama like she has enough like let's let it go so figgins was in decent form this episode yeah and that summarizes the glist plot now let's get to our beloved rachel berry rachel is at the bottom of the list with a negative five probably for going to the wiggles concert (laughs) i honestly forgot that happened and i'm so glad also in the glee boot they we will see them go to a Wiggles concert. They're going to be so enraptured by fucking fruit salad, and they're gonna do- <laughs> yummy, yummy. <laughs> yummy, yummy, and they're gonna do like a bunch of Wiggles covers, and it's gonna be the greatest. Like we're gonna win an Emmy for it. <laughs> <laughs> the episode is called Wiggle, <laughs> and it's about power. Oh my goodness. <laughs> So, um, I can't wait. That's great. <laughs> I love how our glee boot fluctuates between like how we would seriously recreate this show as good content and like a giant <laughs> meme. Yes. Yeah. Um, so Rachel is like, I need to improve my image. I'm at the bottom of the glist. So she calls Puck over to her house, which already a bad decision and is all like hey i want to i want you to be in this music video to make me seem sexier and puck's like i don't need this if we're not gonna make out and she's like please i can't remember how she convinces him to be in it um she said it was good for his reputation too but i don't remember the logic oh and make him seem more artistic i think more of a male lead but showing him as the male lead yeah it was like it didn't really make sense to me i was too preoccupied with the fact that like they were like almost gonna make out and his like pre-kiss face looked like he just smelled a fart (laughs) and i was like (laughs) i love this (laughs) it's so bad (laughs) 
Yeah, they because they, he's <laughs> I can't remember what he was doing that she thought was so steamy. They're like sitting close to each other, and I do always love because he's like Finn will never or Jesse will never understand what it's like to be a Jew. <laughs> Um, and I do love that uh, Rachel always calls yeah, him Noah. Yeah, it's a weird, intimate thing. It's yeah, it's yeah. kind of a special yeah, really bond. Like yeah, I would really like it if it was an actual bad boy with a heart of gold, not just like a bad, <laughs> a bad human. human with a bad soul, and just all around not a co- cool, good <laughs> yeah. person. Yeah, the bad kissing face. So, yeah. So <clears throat> this leads to. Uh, Rachel is showing at Glee Club. She filmed something with the AV Club to showcase her performance. Wait, she gives wait. like a little introduction. We need to talk about she... how right before or before like she even met with uh, Puck, she talks to Artie because Artie's in the AV Club. I wrote down this amazing line yeah. uh, that kind of made me want to throw up but also laughed. She was like <laughs> explaining like how amazing this project's going to be anything she wants and she's like says something about sex tapes and Artie goes she's like are you in and Artie goes you had me at sex tape and I went oof <laughs> I like wanted to throw up but I was also like that is also kind of funny I yeah love similar I feelings. kind of loved that moment <laughs> so yeah no so then she does the puck thing whatever and then She's all like, I'm going to give you this introduction because you may not be able to understand it. So let this video just wash over you. She gives this, it's like so pretentious and she puts it on and it's like this Windows <laughs> Movie Maker like effect video of Run, Joey, Run. Which I didn't, um, I've never actually heard the song other than in this, I mean, I mean, this version is lit. I've never heard the actual song, but I fucking love this song. I saw the original, I think, in like one of those VH1 music count video yeah. countdowns or yeah. Um, so she's singing "Run, Joey, Run," and her love interest is first played by Puck, then by Jesse, then notably last by Finn. And the story of "Run, Joey, Run" is that this girl is saying like, "Daddy, don't hurt, Daddy, don't hurt him. I love him. We're gonna get married." And the dad shoots. The boy tries to shoot the boyfriend. The girl gets in the way and gets shot. Um, The dad is played by Sandy Ryerson, (laughs) the pedophile. He's back by Uh, popular demand. Um, (laughs) Alyssa's like, not by my demand. (laughs) I am not counted in the popular vote. Yeah. And then, uh, so she, it's like just this overdramatic song. She's like singing in the hallways and like people are like pushing past her and crossing in front of her. And it's, it's really funny. And then like she dies at the end and like Brittany and Santana are singing in like angel outfits and she appears as an angel and like winks <laughs> overdramatically. All of the blood is like obviously the ketchup. The ends in it's the word thin and it's I just... died. I was like, uh, it's like in like a weird kind of papyrus font. I loved it. I loved all Artie's editing choices were just chef's kiss. They were so good. And I I loved every second of that video. It's just hysterical. Um, And then everyone is all, all the boys are mad at her because they didn't know they were being triple cast. But all of the girls 
applaud. I did too. Which I thought was great. Run Joy Run is a feminist anthem. Run Joy Run where she literally plays these three guys because she's like, I'm going to control the narrative of this fucking Gliss thing that's happening to me. And I was like, I was like, oh snap, I forgot that she did this. And I'm like, go Rachel. Such a and power then Finn move. Is like, I'm all for it. Don't you care about your relationships? How could you do this? I'm like, Finn, shut up. You're not dating her. You broke up with her because you had a bad day. <sighs> yeah. So everyone's mad at her. Jesse's mad at her. And so the entire club leaves. Well, the boys are all mad at her. And so everyone just walks away because they're all like, you played with us. You played with our feelings just to I'm seem like, popular. I'm like, wow, men never do sexy. that. And then she, men in this show never yeah. do that. Yeah, it's not Finn's men never lied to Rachel are in this just show. Chef's kiss. Perfect. No flaws. Perfect. <laughs> Michelangelo's David. <laughs> yeah, so she tries to apologize to Jesse. She's like, I have this need to be popular, to be liked. And he's like, I transferred schools for you. And I asked around, and people said. Which, transferring schools for someone is a lot of pressure and not fair. Um, but they'll do it again yeah. on this show, so whatever. Um, not fair to Rachel. Yes. Not fair to Rachel. Because um, she didn't ask for yes. that. Yeah. yeah. And he's all like, I asked around and everyone said that, yeah, you're a little intense, but yeah, like you were really honest. And, and I'm like, really? Who would say that? Like, who are you asking, Jesse? <laughs> yeah, I was, yeah. I'm confused. Who are your sources? Cite them, MLA style. Brittany S. Pierce. Brittany S. Pierce. <laughs> like, oh, She's yeah, like, yeah. Cool. Fine. I trust I'm, her. I didn't make She's out with her yet, but. <laughs> <laughs> Except well, Rachel. she's been with everyone in the school, so. We f- no, I think we find out later. No, every boy no, in the school. Okay. school. Oh. Okay. But it's only some of the girls. Yeah, definitely Susie Pepper. Oh, wow. I forgot her. And now I'm remembering her and that fact that she took her last name to heart. All right. We need to get out of this. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to spiral. I'm going to spiral into the <laughs> hatred of that episode. So, oh, oh yeah. that was, oh, no. That was mashup. So, ah! <laughs> All right. We're spiraling. I'm done. I can't. I'm done. Okay. So we're almost through. We're almost through. Um, So then she sings Alyssa's favorite song, (laughs) Alone. I went back to a few episodes ago. Nailed it. I also said that too. Oh my God. (laughs) Totally clips of the heart. It's a great cover of Total Eclipse of the Heart. It's on my Glee Guilty Pleasures playlist. Yeah. Um, Why is that a guilty pleasure? pleasure? No, it's not a pleasure playlist. It it is pleasure. (laughs) Or do. I mean, that's up to you. That's your own business. Do you want to make out to the Glee cover? I'm thinking about Jonathan Graff the whole time. (laughs) Yeah. If someone says no to that, then you know that it's like, it's not the girlfriend. Yeah, they're a bad person. Um, so this is speaking of Jonathan oh, Groff's erotic so dance. It was like a whole other <laughs> style, and there was lifting and lots of like closeness. Oh, I was into it. Black. Oh, it yes. was ballet. Yes, ballet. Yeah, 
Because it starts with all the with Puck, Finn, and Jesse saying "Turn around, bright eyes" as she sings "Total Eclipse of the Heart," and then it transitions to the ballet room, and it's just Jesse singing with her, and they're doing this like dramatic ballet lift, like ballet duet with all the other dancers, and it's so cool. Glee doesn't do a lot of ballet. Yeah, it was really pretty to watch. Um, I love the choreography. It was actually yeah, like an emotionally affecting it, cover. It was actually mm-hmm. like it was. a pretty well done. Like, obviously, it's like heightened and kind of crazy because it's Glee. But like, you're right. It had like actual logical emotional impact that I'm like, yes, I understand this. Which is a which is a good use of that song. I love that song. Collins Corner fun fact: When fun I was writing fact. my first musical, that was one of my like really? top inspiration songs. That like I wanted, I like I want a song kind of with a vibe of Total Eclipse of the Heart, That's and that ended up being the best song. So, Total Eclipse of the Heart is a jam, and I definitely listened to it when we had the Total Eclipse Play. of the Sun. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Yes. Yeah. So okay. That's how the episode, the episode ends. ends on a bass player also looking out the door, same as Rachel, and I'm like. I- yeah, I when Jonathan it, Groff leaves, Jesse St. Like, James. Is that the actor who played Hannah Montana's brother? He's like a Bobo version of that guy. And I was, I literally stared at the frame for like two minutes. And I was like, is that him? I'm like, no. And I was like, who is he? I'm like, nah. So yeah, it's Bobo, uh, what was his name? Jackson. Another Disney reference. Guys, get Disney Plus. Disney is hurting for money (laughs) (laughs) when speaking of hannah montana one time just randomly at work i texted hannah i just realized glee never did a cover of party in the usa that is mind-blowing it's gonna be in the glee boot honestly (laughs) but yeah no that that is a mind-blowing revelation because it was definitely popular when the show was on and that's crazy Yeah, and now that it's oh, you need to introduce <gasps> your fact check. From I've already the first forgotten episode. what it was. Oh my god, what was it? Oh, okay. It was so, that Disney owns so this FX. Is a correction and omission sort of part of the podcast. So my friend Alyssa, not to be confused with the other co-host of the show, um, she, she is, it is not really loves I. the podcast and. Uh, she was like, I do actually have a correction for you. I was like, I'm totally open to it. And she was like, so found out that Disney actually does own FX. Cause like we were talking about how like, oh, I don't know if they own Glee. Cause like, I don't know if they own Fox. Well, okay. They actually do own Fox. And I'm like, oh, well what about FX? And I was like, oh, I don't know if they own America's or what is it? American Horror Story. And then she's like, actually Disney Story. owns FX. And so they do own American Horror Story. And I was like, this is the greatest thing I've ever heard. I cannot wait to refer to this as Disney's American Horror Story and Disney's Glee and like Disney's It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Like I'm obsessed <laughs> with this fact. So yeah, that uh, that's our correction and like a fun thing. So yeah, if, if we ever say anything that you're just like, that doesn't seem right. Uh, yeah, I guess you can hit us up. I guess we won't take it too personally. I enjoy having yeah, facts. Yes. On the show, so if we have to correct ourselves, I'm about that. If it betters culture, I'm about that. So, 
Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, though. Which is what our podcast is really all about. Honestly. If, if your fact does not better culture, <laughs> don't say anything. <laughs> so for our Glee boot, I've thought about some songs I would like to include. Oh, in this, interesting. If we okay. had an episode about reputation. I'm not saying I'd include a Glist plot. Wait, wait, wait. Reputation yeah. or yeah. bad yeah. reputation? Yeah. Just the concept of reputation. Okay. Not the t- title. We're not Ryan Murphy. We'll decide the title after the episode's written. Okay. Shots fired. Um, <laughs> so one of these is, I can't believe this song wasn't covered, would be, I don't give a damn about my reputation. Is that Joan Jett song? No, that was my first note. And I was like, oh my God, are they going to do the song? And then they didn't do the song. That's totally valid, dude. So remember oh, when no. I said we're going to call it's back happening. to Taylor Swift? No. We're going to do a mashup of that with the song Endgame with a big reputation. Big reputation. Oh, look at me. We got big reputations. And then look what you made you look what you made me do. And Rachel will be singing. And at some point in the earlier part of the season, she'll sing Love Story by Taylor Swift at Finn about like her fantasy. And she'll appear in like a torn up version of the ball gown and we'll have every uh-huh. Rachel from every like cover outfit she sang throughout the show like in the look what made you made me do music video it'll be great I love that wow why the old she Rachel said. can't come to the phone right now no, oh no that's because totally she's valid I can see that I can legitimately see that as much as I don't want to like ugh perpetuating Taylor Swift. I actually think that's a really genius idea. <laughs> yeah, there's some a conflict <laughs> of interest because I'm a Taylor Swift stan. Well, not totally because yeah. the internet's full of like crazy shit fans, but I like her. Um, but also, speaking of another fan, another yeah. artist that me and Hannah both stan, Katy Perry, um, Finn is going to do a cover because he's on the basketball team at this point in the story. <laughs> yeah. He's going to do a cover of Swish Swish. Swish Swish Fish. Like all the boys with like, they'll do a little basketball dance. Yeah, maybe oh, because Disney yes. owns it, we can put Get Your Head in the Game from High School Musical. <laughs> awesome. Swish Swish, Get Your Head in the Game. Like I can see it happening. I cannot. Yeah, wait so those are my contributions to this episode. Perfect. Yeah. Do you have any other songs that have bad reputations that you'd like to include? Total Eclipse of the Heart. I didn't realize it had a bad reputation. Because it has to be in the Glee boot. It does. I yeah. I it does. Know. My aunt doesn't like it, and what? that's why. Wait, oh, your aunt is the entire bad reputation of that song. Yes. <laughs> I I understand. <laughs> Shout out to Aunt Jen who makes amazing pumpkin pies and is a wonderful human. But being, has she seen but Jonathan like Groff dance to Total Eclipse of the Heart? She mm-hmm. may have a total eclipse of her heart. I don't know well, if she yeah. has. Aunt Jen. Or maybe just you that need part. To watch this episode. <laughs> <laughs> just, <laughs> just like you're making me watch something about a glist. That's not how she talks I don't know about her, it. but yeah, I felt it. I felt her energy. Yeah, it's great. Uh, just like her. <laughs> any songs that you can think of that you want to include? Colin, 
I don't know any songs that have bad reputations because I don't know any songs that have reputations. <laughs> that is the most hipster thing. <laughs> like, I don't even know what music <laughs> is. And I am dead. <laughs> Which one of Beethoven's sim- yeah, symphonies yeah, yeah. is like not uh, popular? I don't think I have. <laughs> I don't know. My favorite thing is just thinking of songs for Glee to cover. So I enjoy this segment, but it's okay. Maybe next week. You don't have any this week. Um, maybe next week. Who knows? Um, uh, there's one, maybe, but I don't know if it's a bad reputation what's song. What's the song? Just hit I'm me thinking with it. of it. Um, um, there Ain't No Rest for the Wicked? Oh, yeah. That song? Yeah, that would be a fun one to do, but it's kind of heavy for Glee, not going to lie. We'd have whatever character mm. we'd have to replace Puck sing it. Okay. I can deal with that. Does it have a bad reputation? Well, now that they've been on Glee. Do you, even all these songs have bad reputations? I don't know. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, Run, Joey, Run, we need to keep that. or something equivalent to that. Maybe the Look What made You Made Me Do is like, the new Rachel's equivalent, but just something like ridiculous and cringy. Um, all right, so what was our least valuable player? No, oh, no, no. Oh, shit. Tina time. Oh, Tina has dramatically one line. She's. I don't remember what it is. I was. I think I saw Puck move it. Oh. Or I think I saw Puck put it up on the lockers. Is that wow. what it is? is I it? think something oh, like okay. that. Yeah, it was during the interrogation scene. Even though she's in multiple other scenes. Oh yeah, she's. I mean, she's always there. She just never speaks. Yeah. Um. But who was uh, our least valuable player as we transition from Tina time? Somebody yeah, else go first. I don't. Yeah, I'm thinking. Like, um, I hate always saying shoe. I mean, yeah. My gut. Oh, okay. I'm gonna go with Puck. Yeah, he's so gross. Like his skin <laughs> is not good skin <laughs> looks, to touch. Yeah, you don't want to touch it. It like looks dry. Yeah, I was just gonna say like it looks That's split, dry like, and sweaty at the same time. So your valuable player is. Puck, because he has bad skin. No, just I've said that he's a terrible <laughs> human being in so many ways. And that's just the latest yep. iteration of it. His kissing face is weird. He looks He does not look like he belongs in high school. <laughs> yeah, and his like, he's a liar. And he low-key raped Quinn, and I don't think I'll ever... Forgive him for yeah. that because it's a, one of the worst things a human being can do. That wasn't in this episode. Okay, but I can still hate Puck. <laughs> I hated that he only saw right, value valid. in a relationship with Rachel if they made out. Yeah. I. Good. Yeah, that's good. I don't know. I guess I'm going to have to say shoe again. Like, it sucks, but like. He sucks. He brought her flowers without a vase. He sucks. And, but also, like, in that scene, he does literally go to her with flowers to be like, 
expecting that she's just going to be like, oh, you know what? You're right. I'm sorry that I did that and everything's going to go back to normal. And like, that's fucking shitty. Like, he was really very manipulative about that. And yeah, he's going to get my vote this week yet again. Valid. Oh, I'm going to go with Finn. Because I he was just making some not great decisions this this episode. He mm-hmm. uploaded that video of Sue Sylvester. True. Um, and I really did not like his mm-hmm. super righteous reaction to Rachel's video. Um, he had no right to be so obnoxious about feeling like just like betrayed feeling like she did something yeah like i don't know it was so judgmental i didn't like it and then he made this whole speech Mm -hmm. and it was just like stop stop i don't like this so finn who is your most valuable player I'm really torn, um, but I think Rachel and Jesse both really brought it this episode, performance-wise. Like, they just performed some great songs. They were really great. Um, as much as I love my Groff sauce, I'm going to go with Rachel because Run, Joey, Run is comedy gold. And she could still <laughs> sing the song, like, technically great, but yet over dramatic. And, like, this scene of her in the hallway trying to sing with people brushing past her. It's so amazing. if you're gonna say so, Rachel, because I also was kind of thinking Rachel. So I'm gonna piggyback off of that and say Artie for editing her comedy gold video, Run Joey Run. <laughs> I'm gonna yes. <laughs> shout out to post production. Shout All out to post production out there with their great transition. <laughs> Thank you. I love it. I need more of it. Ending films on Finn. Yes, more. Thank you. But yeah, I'm going to go with Artie. <laughs> okay. I'm going to go with Kurt this episode because I think he was like really dedicated to getting his name on this list. I'm not sure if I agree with the decision that, you know, you should be on not the list, he, like, but he was real dedicated to, to it. He like took credit um, for Finn, like... Yeah. yeah. Well, because he wanted to be on the list. And like when he stood up to yeah. Sue, it was like he was going to the chopping block. Yeah. He, he knew he was gonna yeah, die. Yeah, like you talked about that. And you was, could like, see the terror like, in Chris his Hulper, face. that actor yeah. like delivered so. that scene very, very well. Yeah, totally valid. Good for Kurt. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Kurt's right my, after uh, he was like a creepy stalker MVP. in the last episode. Wow, turn it around. Good for him. Yes, all over the place. <laughs> Nailed it. He turned around bright eyes. <laughs> but there's nothing more glee than a character going from your least <laughs> yeah, favorite to your most that's favorite totally, that's within true. the span of an episode. <laughs> so speaking of favorites and least favorites, what was your least favorite song? 
the one in the library. Can't touch this? Same. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I did not I... like it. Hannah might have <laughs> a different opinion. I... Listen to that song so, every morning when you wake up. I didn't really care for physical Ice Ice Baby or uh, You Can't Touch This. I really just like... I was like, these three are kind of like meh for me. So I'm going to go with Ice Ice Baby just because it was... Matthew Morrison singing a like a hip hop song and that just made me uncomfortable but I also very strongly support your guys's worst song because I also agree I did not like it now what was your favorite song yeah uh, totally eclipse of the heart yeah as, yeah as much as I love run Joey around the comedy gold that was an amazing cover of Total Clips of the Heart. There was Pesos, there was Ballet, there was Jonathan Groff and Leah Michelle, so real life best friends. Tension. There was sexual tension. There was sadness. Uh, it was chock full oh, of emotions. What a great I, way I, to I might watch that what segment a great way again <laughs> before I go to sleep. That way I have great dreams. I can turn it around, bright eyes. Nah, it wasn't as good as yours, Cullen. Yeah. I tried. <laughs> I felt I felt like the urge to try it, and I was like, "Nah." Everyone wants it was, like, to be. Started coming out of my mouth. I was like, mm, "It's not working." So that was a bad reputation, um, which was like a fun episode of Glee. It wasn't like horrifying. Yeah, I don't think that um, I like. It was fun. It was enjoyable during this. Mm-hmm. I was just like, "Oh, that's annoying," or like, "Oh my god, this is so erotic." Yeah, Yeah, the two two extremes. The two extremes, the two emotions, the two genders. (laughs) So yeah, let's uh, wrap up the episode, Hannah. If you want to plug our social media, we are at Gleeboot Pod on Instagram and Twitter, and then we're Gleeboot Pod on Tumblr. I have started reblogging some awesome memes and stuff that I see on Tumblr. A lot of people still talking about Glee and uh, making fun of it, so I feel like we're in good company. And uh, yeah, please come follow us. We post our updates about stuff, and we want to give like shout-outs to people, so if you leave like a funny review, we're going to start shouting them out on social media because that's what we want. We want people to to give us funny reviews and give us great one-liners so we can post, so we can give you a shout out. Yeah. Check out our podcast on Spotify and the Apple podcast app and wherever else you get your podcast, please leave us like a positive review. Like a five-star mm-hmm. review really helps more people see and access our podcast. Um, also, Feel free to check out my YouTube persona, social media presence, your boy Ryan. Check him out on YouTube at Y A B O I Ryan and on Instagram Shut and up. TikTok, you TikTok at your boy Ryan. Oh my god, that's so Ryan. I do. <laughs> it's so Ryan. That's so Rachel. A plot point that will appear much later in this show. So, I think that's that's it for this week. Tune in next time and experience some more trips down memory lane and memories of future Glee with us.
Thank you for listening to Bad Reputation Take Two. Love you.